<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Especially me and Sinead, man. It was, it was crazy. Me and Sinead used to just come get you from out the grandma's house and keep you the whole weekend. Everybody in Kmart knew you. Where Sinead yeah. was, uh, all my friends knew you because I would always have like little slumber parties and stuff at the house. So all my friends knew you from the slumber parties at the house. All Sinead co-workers at Kmart knew you. You was just our baby. You ain't never just been by yourself. You've been our child. I really didn't cause any trouble, right? No. Not as a little, not as a young kid. I can't say you did. I think you waited till your adolescent years to do all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Love it, man. 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. I got stuck in pain. It won't be a little hit. But read a book, you illiterate. Son of a bitch. Step up your vocab. Don't be surprised. Patience to these false accusations. They faking the shaking. Cause the money you're making. Bricks some money on the dresser. Drive a compressor. Top notch. Get the most it's your host mr d713 with everything culture back with y'all with another great episode um tonight this morning this evening this afternoon we have our previous guests from our makings of you um shanae angela and once again tony may jump on but either way we have two of the simmons sisters with, with us this evening <laughs> once again at this moment <laughs> But oh yeah, oh yeah, man! Thank y'all so much for coming on again. Um, of course, I, I love waiting it. on this day. I loved it. I've gotten so many calls from the family how much I enjoyed <laughs> it and learned something new. Oh, it was great! It was great. And <laughs> and y'all are just a start of many. You know, Trent was the first one. Trent was the first family member. So I, I love Trent. Oh yeah. So I love just hearing so much about y'all and um. Once again, I said it with on our show, y'all are my culture. You know, it starts with us, you know, and we were just speaking how I was younger and I used to ride everywhere with y'all. I don't I can't say I remember everything. <laughs> I, I, I remember where Kmart was located. I remember we did these hang out a lot. I remember used to just run behind y'all. I used to love going over on Brenda's house when I was younger, you know. Yeah. Love it. And we, was, yeah. baby. We were all girls there, so when you would come by, it would be a treat for us, too, because we were, like I said, a house full of girls. So mm-hmm. when we got Brandon, we were like, yes, my little brother, come on, let's come on through and play with <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Like a little toy we had. <laughs> and 
I, mean, I talk about it quite often when people be trying to compare relationships and people. I like, y'all don't understand. I was raised by a bunch of women. I have cousins, mm-hmm. sisters, aunties. I listen. I, I know what your ass thinking. Y'all, y'all, y'all be just. I know, I know what's going on. They done pit me to the game, so it don't work on me. It don't work on me. I mean, y'all can try it, <laughs> but I listen. But I appreciate all the advice been given and like so coming up and. It, it, this is so many things I'm telling the past two weeks. I'm like, man, the culture, I didn't even think about the title. What should I call it? What should we talk about? And I was thinking about how we define our culture, you know? And I think we were thinking from we're all black, African-American, um, be specific. We're from East Texas. Tyler, Texas. Y'all currently yeah. reside in Fort Worth. We all went to the same high school. We all had the same caregiver in our life. We all had the same grandparents. You know, something's unique that other people don't have, but we share with one another. So where, and, I, and I'll come back to that, but then I'm just letting everyone know how it looks. So right now I'm thinking about, so coming up from growing up in Tyler, what was that like? You know, coming up where y'all, you know, what Y'all, ooh, I ain't trying to throw y'all age out there, but y'all consider y'all consider yeah. millennials or y'all consider um no. And I'm I'm be honest with you, I'm proud of my age. I'm fifty. Ooh, Me too. Yeah. I'm forty eight. Mm. Yeah. So I I I'm proud because anything on this side of the earth is is always a blessing. So Bless whatever you. that number is, I, I'm wholly embracing that. But for us, we came, you know up in a small town. So everybody knew just about everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know people directly, rest assured, they knew your mom, your dad, or your grandparents. They knew somebody. Mm-hmm. And those small circles that we ran in, everybody, you know, say cousin or auntie or uncle, because our family was just that close to several people in town. But our family was very large as well. So we were truly related to a lot of people in Tyler. Correct, correct. And Um, Tyler being so, what we would say, small, going from one place to another, we would, you know, sometimes like, oh, it's traffic on the road. We tripping out over traffic and we just going down Broadway or the Louvre or something to mm -hmm. that thing. If we only knew. The Fort Worth, the big city. Yeah, he was a, we got on the freeway. We were like, never say like, uh-uh, this is how what real traffic is. Because we really thought that what we were dealing with was a lot. Then when we saw a big scope of it and a big scale of it, we were like, whoa, how y'all driving this mess? How y'all being all this? Five o'clock traffic is a real deal up here. Five o'clock traffic and Tyler wasn't nothing. We didn't really, didn't really know what five o'clock traffic really looked like to us. And that's a culture thing as well, you know, um, just learning to drive. So when did y'all get like, just be and just toss it out for everyone that's listening that can't see the video or, you know, ain't on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, y'all. But um, the population in Tyler, Texas, as of 2019, is like 104,000 people, you know. And trust me, it's grown over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel the same way. It was when I moved to Houston, it was like a culture shock. But when I try to tell people how Tyler operates, they just don't understand sometimes, you know, because it's normal to us because, you know, we somewhat been ingrained in it, you know, 
that, mm-hmm. that's just part of it because that's how we were raised um right. and i know over the years you know things adjust and we move and we grow and we become you know we continue to adjust in what we become but what's something about tyler that like man you were all listen what's something about tyler that you appreciate that you you like you know you really loved about the city or the town visiting other people and not having to drive so far to visit them mm. like that's a good one yeah Very going good. to visit a friend of ours you're just really about five ten minutes away at the most here you're having to jump on probably multiple freeways just to go see a family member or a close you know friend or whatever the one thing i must say about us here in fort worth for whatever reason we've all kind of always migrated to being within the same areas of one mm-hmm. another here we don't have a lot of family members just here recently like with destiny and tanya and them they moved out to dallas area and but we all used to be right here in fort worth five ten minutes away from each other all around the corners from one another mm-hmm. but that's that was the big thing for us and Tyler, you know, going to grandma, you know, with us living in North Tyler and grandma living in and grandpa living in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That was what our far drive looked like. Right. And, and let me tell y'all real quick. So North Tyler, um, near I-20, um, maybe intersections of 69 Broadway, we, we call it. Um, and North Tyler and St. Louis, St. Louis is like between West side and South side of Tyler. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and it's no more than a 20 minute drive, it, less than that yeah. maybe. If yeah. like yeah. with traffic, I'm talking about you. You dare like that, <laughs> you know? Yes. It's like maybe maybe Tim is is not that far to go. Like if it was a freeway that you really could take, you'd be there much quicker. But it's just you're taking the street, so I, I'm just trying to paint the picture of you know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. And like now, Shanae and I, uh, we've never really just lived far away from each other. For whatever reason, me and her just feel like we always got to be. Well, I can't speak for her. I just got to speak for you. <laughs> it was just uh, the dryer incident. But anyway. Um, I, on, I, and quickly, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with you. We have a, a sister that's entering the chat right now. Okay. If you're looking for products that will help your hair, such as growth serum and edge control, make sure to check out Diamond Dior Collections, and that's Collections with the K, because your hair is like a diamond, beautiful, valuable, and always in. You can find them at Diamond Dior Hair Collections on Instagram or at the website at www.diamonddiorhaircollections.com, or just call at 214-229-2468. So, all right, we're back. We're back. We have, you can see our sister Tanya here, but you may not be able to hear our sister Tanya, but we're going to make it all work out. But we're talking about um, some things that we appreciate by coming from Tyler, Texas. You know, like what are things that we look at just coming from the whole city? Um, Angela shared that she appreciated um what she appreciates just she didn't have to drive all the way across town to see someone or just go anywhere she didn't have to deal with not only the traffic but the distance um shanae what about you what is something that you appreciate you know from being from a small town like tyler hey i appreciated the fact that we got to um catch 
clean and uh, be able to eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. our food. Um, like going to the farm and getting food, eggs and stuff like that. Uh, my granddad with you know skin stuff, rabbits or whatever. <laughs> we had fried all that good stuff too. I mean, we didn't know no better then. <laughs> now that we grow, we're like, oh, I don't want that. But back then, Grandma had it smelling so good and graved it all up. <laughs> it made it look delicious. Shanae, <laughs> let me and tell I you. I would be devastated. <laughs> oh, animals. Not that I just had a whole hamburger and a hot dog and a chicken, right? Yeah, but I, I'm like, my kids don't know nothing about peeling peas, shedding peas. Oh my god! They don't know all of that stuff. Ooh. They don't know how to milk no cow. They don't you know, know about going in the farm getting no eggs. Nothing about purple whole peas. Yeah, you purple whole peas to them. They're like purple whole peas. That the same as black eyed peas? No, 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 <laughs> no. No. Nah, um. Yes, we would sit on the porch and shell peas and all that. You and Tony got a whooping for that. Kicking peas <laughs> up under the uh, porch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, man, and I, once again, I did not know Shanae was so country until we did her making of you when she brought up talking about like y'all like y'all did all that. I was like I, I I came in on the latter end of all those activities. Yep. Now we did shell peas, okay? I'm talking about that was work. That was oh my gosh! I remember we I think we went to go pick peas one time. Did y'all pick them too? Yeah, yeah, man, and they like them tall stalks and all that. Berries, oh, the berry cobblers. Man, oh. I say that's the closest, the closest thing I get to slavery. Tell you that right there. Oh, because <laughs> 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 you, had, I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. I'll have um, stuff to make preserves. Man. Yeah, we. Yeah. I'm telling it felt like I was picking cotton because it was like, and I remember it was like, wow. I mean, it was a wasp. Different way. I mean, it was a wasp that came out to my ass. No, I would get a whooping if I didn't do it. Do you understand yeah. the difference? Who whooped Brandon? Who whooped you? Oh man, I, I didn't. Once again, I whooped me. I didn't get that many whoopers. I got whooped. Right, I didn't I get whooping. that many whoopers. Okay, I didn't get that many whoopers. But man, but all I'm saying like that. Those things I, I enjoyed as well. Um, yeah, that was real true country country living. And like I say, our kids, I hate, will never experience and never have that. Man. They'll never know what that type of work and life is about, which are fun and fun memories for us. Man, take them out there. You can, you know, you can give them the experience, you know, give them the opportunity to do it and show them. I think that could be a bonding moment. That, that's my perspective. Because... When I had the kids come down, I may take them to, when I took them to U of H and stuff, I showed them around campus. Mm-hmm. I walk, when I walked around campus with them and they were tired, I'm like, this was like being in college. You know, I'm like, this is an experience that I had, you know? And no, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, damn, I see why I, I stayed in shape. So I'm like, you walking one way to another. I'm like, you can wear yeah. yourself out. Um, Braylon left his nice uh, Michael Jordan jacket, sir. I ain't gonna never forget that. Oh. He had just got, he had just got that jacket. <laughs> Man, he they but they student, really excited. But when I tell you they would have a ball out there, <laughs> um, um, shout out to U of H Rec. Uh, we'll go bowling, they get on that basketball, we do ping pong. It was so many different things to do. And I'm like, this is what I did when I was in my off time in college. You know, these are the opportunities and things you'll be able to see and do. It's not all work, you know. You get to play at times. Don't play all the time, but you know, one um, of the weird things we used to do growing up with which as little kids. 
our parents or grandparents, we would do something. One of the things that our kids or even us today would think would be so nasty, right? We'd chew some food and give it to our child. We never thought of stuff like that. You know, as little kids, uh, my mama done chewed something up and put it in my mouth. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> right? But the other, not too long ago, KK did that to me. <laughs> and put it in my mouth. And I went on and just ate it like, okay, it's KK or whatever. And I tell her what she ate prior to doing that, right? But I ate it. London, London lost her mind. Ew, mama, you so nasty. Why would you do that? I said, girl, you know how many things you done ate out of my mouth, right? And that devastated London. She didn't even want to talk to me no more. You gave me something out of your mouth. But that was us growing up. We didn't think of stuff like that. Just like drinking out of a water hose. Just like picking the berries, picking the plums. The plums off other people's trees. But I heard that it's illegal. With, you know. Welcome to trespassing. There you go. You trespassing. Yeah, Miss Gossett. They live down the street from Grandma. Yeah. She had the best, most beautiful plums on her tree. But she did not want you going to get her plums off her tree. She, you Rest in peace, Miss Gossett. You do you remember Miss Gossett? Yeah, that was my godmother's mother. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We would go down there and pick plums off her tree, and oh, lost the bitch, she did it. But she had the best plums ever. Ma'am, oh, it was true. some plums across from. If you go down, you, you did you know where Alice in Wonderland, where Mikey stayed? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a plums across the street from where Mikey stayed. That's what we, that was yeah, that's what we picked mostly. Yeah, the, yeah. And Me, berries was over there too. Wow, yeah. uh, berries was they were all the fun of the plum thing. But you also had some bull nellas up in there. Man, Ooh. see, people don't know nothing about a bull nellas. Bull you know? nellas. Oh my god, man. And oh, my fair shirt. Mess you up. I, I've never. Thank <laughs> God. I, thank God. I've never stepped in the bull nailing. Only person of my age range, um, younger, was Dante that I saw step in the bull nailing, and he went plumb crazy. And that, I, that is off the chain. And I just, I like what. And how do y'all? What do you do when somebody? <laughs> y'all know where we're going here. So what do yep, you do? Today. When you step in the bull, when you step in the bull nailing, when you see your cousin. Well, piss is the only thing that takes the thing away. So when I step in the bull nailer, of course, my cousin, he was all too ready to give his piss to me on my leg. I'm assuming it was, like, let me, can I just guess? Like, I, w- I wish we, like, for all the family <laughs> members listening to this, I'm going to give you five seconds to take your time and guess which family member was the one that pissed, Okay. Like I got my guess in. Let me let me throw my guess in the hat. Um, five. It was Angie was there. I tell you, they know who it was. Four, three, two, one. Which cousin was this? Carlos. Okay. (laughs) He could not even get his pants open quick enough. I couldn't even say that the sting, the sting was on that good before he was. Oh, he was ready. Oh, oh, Oh. It, and he was on his bicycle. I want to say his bicycle still rolling down the street. And he Man, he was so excited. Oh, oh my God. I thought I was going to die. But when I say that that piss hitting that damn bull nose thing was the best thing since life. So it works. It works. 
They took the sting right out. Get out of here. I never experienced it, so I can't say. Tanya gonna have to hold up a sign. <laughs> we see her lips moving, but we don't know what she's saying. <laughs> it's the opposite of the last video. We saw, we we heard you last time. We can't see it, but you know, no, you know, it's, it's gonna <laughs> flip to all around. <laughs> but when I tell you, when I tell you, like, man, I never, I never heard it actually. I heard it work, but I never heard yeah. it actually from a person that said it worked. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, shut up. It's instant gratification. Damn. <laughs> get out of here. I had no idea. Okay, no, Tony hold, on, hold on. Raise it up a little bit, Tony. Carlos always. A little bit higher. Oh, take it out his hammer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he was always, yes. Anybody come over, he going to take it out and want to show it to him. Pray for our Kenfolk, Carla. <laughs> we look forward to having Please. you on in the future, Kenfolk. <laughs> but Please pray for him. But man, I, 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 just, I just love hearing these stories and these experiences. Um, I would say like what I mentioned Tyler is like, man, just the the community. Um able to you know i it, it, it was like that a little bit in texas when i was there but i talked about it before you used to be able to check on your neighbor and your neighbors checked on you with no hesitation everything cool you know um like especially like from i knew you know of course with the jacksons i knew mikey i knew of course miss gossett i close the fords um and that was just in st louis you know coming up um, I went, my head start was literally around the corner, you know. Oh my gosh, I remember the way I cried. Wonderland. Hmm? Did you ever go to Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, that was my. I went to <laughs> Alice in Wonderland head start. I remember mm-hmm. Uncle Burrow. Oh my gosh, the, whew, I remember they they you know like you know these little memories you know when you're that young kind of fade in to come in a little bit. Some stuff I hold on to because I'm a little dramatic, but I remember. Uncle Burrow, this is an impactful moment in life. This is not like a drone. I remember Uncle Burrow just, I remember they, I remember them talking about school. And my mom was like, oh boy, you getting ready to go to school. I'm like, I'm like watching cartoons. Okay, whatever, nigga. Oh, <laughs> I'm chilling. You know, I remember Uncle Burrow like, all right, why, why are you school? I'm like, me not grasping and fully understanding what was going on. I remember walking in, he introduced me to some people. And I'm like, okay, kids. That's what's up. A lot of kids. Never seen this many kids before. Okay, cool. And he was like, all right. He turned around trying to walk off. I'm like, mm-mm. I walked out right with him. I'm like, where we go? <laughs> like, all right, bye, y'all. And he was like, no, nah, you got to stay. I'm like, man, I did not want to stay. I'm like, what you mean I got to stay? You know, he had to give me a whooping to stay. I was in Wonderland. So my first day, <laughs> I'm crying, you know, whooping, whatever, stayed. And I'm like, all right. It's crazy how I can retain some of this knowledge. But I'll never forget. I'm mad. You know, I'm, you get your ass whooped. You mad at everybody at this moment, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> looking around, like, what are these folks? It's not those, this, this, and that. And it's crazy that I know so many people still to this day. But I never forget my first, the first time I seen kids like really fight with one another was two girls. I don't remember these girls' name. I don't remember what they look like, nothing. But I, I it's a picture somewhere out there. But they got in a fight over out. Not Alvin, Ch- Chip and Dale. Who was Chip and who was Dale over a lunchbox? <laughs> I'll never forget that. I'm wow. like, they got in a full fist fight. And I, I and I remember sitting back. I like, 
I didn't say it, but in my head, how I rationalize it now, I would say, man, I'm trying to stop cursing. I can't say what I want to say. I like, but these girls crazy. I like, <laughs> I like these girls crazy. They legit fighting over <laughs> Chip Hill. It started out small, but it, it, it escalated. Wow. But but yeah, I appreciate. I really appreciate that um, togetherness, especially when I moved to uh, live with um, Brenda. Man, the community. I think people take for granted how great a community living on North Confederate was. I mean, do you understand? I talk to people and we talk about like live black people. The whole street was black, you know, and they all supported one another. Like when, and like when I drive home, you know how long it usually, if people are outside and you know how long it takes for me to get home when people are outside doing their yard and stuff because I'm waving, saying hi, and everybody stopping and talking and communicating. They want to know how you're doing now. Yeah. You I know what that. else is great, bringing it is if you think about it now, those were all homeowners. That's what I'm getting at. They this weren't is, renting their homes. They weren't a, like, you know, those were true. People who had worked real hard, you know, on great jobs and, you know, had came up. And, and you know, have tonight are still there now, and, yeah. and that's my point, and that's what I'm saying yeah. is seeing black people because we get so many things people talk about what we can't do and what we don't do that we did that was happening right there. Mm-hmm. That was a good perception mm-hmm. of I would say black people making a difference in the community that they're in, just seriously, like, and like once again, I remember. Um, right, you go across some railroad tracks, it may be a little something different, but mm-hmm. I remember um my mother I a lot of people were scared of North Tyler, you know. Keep it a, and so a lot of people still scared, a lot of people judge it, a lot of people say certain things about it. But man, it's a like great community. I mean, and I, I like it's not yeah. perfect, but it's it's great, I would say. I remember going trick-or-treating, I remember going to the nursing home to help out. I remember going, Melrose. you know, yeah, Melrose. I mean, like, you know, I ain't gonna, you know <laughs> oh, we can hear you oh, now. Oh, we can hear you, Tony. I don't know what you did. Oh, lately I've been fooling with all kinds of stuff. Well, welcome, welcome, oh, welcome. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, man, I really do look back and like, I appreciate that. That's something that I hope it never stops. And I, I man, and it, it, I have relationships with all these people with, um, I remember with like with Donna, you know, I remember coming home for her funeral. I wasn't able to come home for some, um, because of, you know, COVID and things, but I had a relationship and they, they cared about us, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I I know I told y'all the story. I don't know if y'all know about the story where y'all know about a couple of my friends getting a little bit of trouble and have to take vacations away for uh, misbehaving um but (laughs) but i would say the night before they got in their trouble um they were trying to rob a piece of man okay i had a i'm grown now this is about 20 years ago almost maybe like 18 hope she don't trip but i was having a party in umbrenda house okay Big party. I'm talking about like party, party, party. I'm talking about get about 30 people there. All right. Was she there? Hell no. No, she was, I don't know where she was in Fort Worth, something. Like, okay, cool. But I had a lot, man. I'm talking about it was 
drinking. It goes back to you did stuff we couldn't do, but go ahead. Y'all slip up, whatever. Okay, we we here. The pride thing, cause I ain't never had no party shit. It it was one. (laughs) That was just. We gonna get. We gonna circle back to this. That was just one of them. Okay, but either way, what I'm getting at is like, (laughs) man, we stayed on a dead end. Okay. And I remember, you know, had my group of friends, we chilling, kicking it, we inviting girls, whatever old people. You know, we were inviting people like I had my circle, then we inviting people that was, you know, how the circle goes, you got this set of friends, they got a set of friends, they got a set of friends. It got to a point where it got some folks that I'm like, I don't really you know, they stay in some shit, you know, excuse my language, yeah. y'all. And they stay in trouble. Okay. And I remember they're like coming over and that was one of the first times in my life that I saw how, like, literally how peer pressure. It was like something out of a movie. It was like watching the movie, but you in it. <laughs> <laughs> that man, I saw how they were like, "Hey, man, we about to rob this pizza man." I'm like, "What the hell? You're not here, you ain't." I know you're not y'all. No, the hell you ain't. Like, and I saw how it was like side, like laying um, lines in the sand. It was like certain people was like, you like me, I was like, first one, nah, y'all gotta go with that. Period. You gotta get on out. You know, think about what you're doing. Then I saw the ones that like kind of just moved to the side and say nothing. Then I saw ones that, that was in that middle that didn't want to do it, but they were getting pulled on each side. What should I do? You know? And and the other ones were like, hey, well, we just go somewhere. Cause it was some they knew some other folks down the street. We could just go say we had called a piece at that house. And I'm like, Y'all got to think about it. We had a dead end. Every single one of my neighbors know who I am. We know each other in this community. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, look how many cars in front of the house and at the dead end. Think, if the police call, where do they, where they go go? Do they you already know Brenda Simmons, right? Do you feel me? I'm like, think what? And, man, I'll never forget the next day I'm looking on the news seeing some of my class, my friends getting locked up. Like, you know, it was right there. But that, but that's, but at the same time, I had enough sense to know how that I had a community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, it happened like that. And I think if we had more sense of community for the neighbors to know who you are, not saying, you know, because I know back in the day, you know, neighbors could like, I'm telling you, if I was locked outside, I can go down to Donna's house. I can go to Carla's house. I can go to Jake, Javen's house. I can go to Tim's house. You know, I can go all these places. And I'm like, I know I had security there, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and what do things look like now? Do y'all like do y'all know y'all neighbors like that now? And I know it's reasons. Well, I can't go to their homes, but I do stand outside when I'm in the yard and you know and talk to them. Mm-hmm. But once on one side I got the sheriff department, him and his wife work for the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite side, I have um neighbors who have a family there. And then across the street we have, you know, people that we you know, kind of speaking way to, but I can say for 14 years, I lived in a home um, and I didn't really know the neighbors at all. Mm. Like we would always speak, you know, when we see people, but nothing yeah. major, nothing like we did when we were in Thailand, of course. Yeah. Well, in my apartment, my next door neighbor, I come in my house and I smell something foul one night. I said, what is that? Smell like shit. That's what I said. Oh, that's weed. So when she's smoking this dog coming over here, what you do in your house is your business. That's fine. But smoke that shit on your patio somewhere. Then I got one that lives up on top of me, and she thinks she in the damn bowling alley. 
goes up and hits the floor and just rolls across the floor. Then she got a dog up there and just with the piles on the floor. So I'm like, I, this not right. And no one now one of them here when I got here. That's the question. The they got that old loud. Yeah, that's that loud. <laughs> oh my God. So you need to be asking, how do you know what it smells like? But I ain't gonna get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. I didn't have a clue what that was. Trust me, li- living here in Seattle, you just walk down the street and I'm like, it's different. It's a different culture up here. It's very different with marijuana being legal. And oh, you can wow. smoke it outside at a restaurant on walking on the street. Like they say, you don't know, suppose you're supposed to smoke it like in your home, but man, you smoke people smoke everywhere. It's like drinking. that's how it was in Vegas and in um San Francisco when we went oh, there. Wow. Oh my gosh, it was like everywhere we went, we saw it. It was like, oh wow. I'm talking about, <laughs> man, I go, I go on the run at least once. I try to do once a day at least two to three miles, and I'm like, what you call it, the gas, gas. You know, I'm like, but it's it's out there. It's out there. It it is horrible. Well, you know, it, it's um once again, it's a different in culture. You know, I'm I'm big on everybody do things differently. You know, things are progress, and long as you do it responsibly and how that looks, you know, how they long don't get hurt or affected, you're able to be able to do what you need to do. Do what you do, live your life. You know, but I'm happy things are becoming more legal as far as the effect that people are not being criminalized for some of these things. Because I'm one I've been an advocate for some time that alcohol. Is worse than marijuana, but I digress on that. <laughs> like, yeah, I digress. Well, you think about it. Even I, when we grew up, we we grew up around family members and people who smoke marijuana. It's been around forever. <laughs> we we've been around it forever. Even as little kids, I mean, I remember this. this it doesn't smell like that smell, but we know what it was. Oh, it's always different now. They they I think yeah. back in the day they were, they were smoking some sticks and seeds. I'm like yeah, right now they roll, they roll up and yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't experience it until older age, and oh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't like do what you do. It, it makes a lot more sense. I think now it gives me a little bit more. You know, I've talked about it on the show. It gives me like anxiety and shit now. Like I get, I, it, it, it ain't, it ain't for me, you know. And I talk about man, even with I, I know how to hold stuff, and you know, I want to have a show later on, and we just chopping it up right now that talk about addiction. Because addiction has been part of our family, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you know, I hate that. You know, you know, I think about oh my god. I was talking to the wifey, and she got mad. She like y'all a country is shit. I'm like, what you talking <laughs> about? Like what? Are you, what you talking about? She like, how do you say your cousin Mark Carroll's name? I said it's Mark Carroll. Why don't y'all say that? <laughs> like y'all always. Say- Oh, we run it all together. We just run it, ro- roll it through. Yeah, that's my girl. She like, <laughs> like the whole time I think it's like Mark Curl. Like, well, I like no, it's Mark Carroll. Like, we know that. Like, she saw it on Facebook. Oh, like how it's written out. She like this whole time you've been saying Mark Curl. I'm like, I just said what we gonna say. You know, I'm like. I just know I call him Mark, and he had a curl, and I knew his last name was. I knew his middle of Carol, but I'm like I'm calling Mark Curl. You know that's what I'm gonna do. Oh my goodness! Hey, the title of this podcast, this platform, is everything culture. I embrace my countryness. I am who I am. I I I'll be who I be. Okay, and I love the way I I, I look because, and that's what we're doing right now. I'm trying to pull together what we can have. Pinky. 
Oh my god. What's her name does? Oh my gosh. You know I look, I'm Pinky. <laughs> Pinky Lee. Oh my gosh! I can talk all day about Aunt Pinky. You know she was yeah. a delight. She was I mean, a Brandon fan too. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh man, I love Aunt Pinky. Brandon like, did absolutely no wrong for her, for real, for real. Because I didn't like whatever. If I, if Aunt Pinky asked me to take somebody out, they'll be out. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm just let. I'm just letting you know. And. and I remember when we had a family member that I want to say, you know, keep it a book. My brother went to go try to stay with him pink for a little bit. Now, oh, this is about 2000. This is when I was in Houston. This is right when I had a. I remember that. I came back. Um, Pinky called me. Now, she didn't say, (laughs) hey, come get this nigga. (laughs) She, She didn't say that, but she said enough to let me know. Not in so many words. Bingo. (laughs) <laughs> she, she, she said, she said hey, hey come get this nigga. I was on the road like I, I was there at the joke like hey let's get on out of here you know <laughs> let's go let's let's roll but man I, I, I talk about a pinky and it kind of go into you know I say this often man we, we you know we got some men in the family I, I look up to and I and I am blessed to have but we have a lot of women in the family a lot of strong women in the family and i'm thinking i'm i'm pinky one of the people that i care to uh, i compare to i'm pinky is my mother-in-law man just sweet wholesome loving always try to find that always try to find the positive in things always you know what i mean um no telling what i've been i just see the sweet stuff in them you know um And I look at now, it's like, y'all are women in the family, okay? Y'all are the up and coming. Y'all be the matriarchs before you know it, okay? So what is it like, not only just being a a woman, I would would like y'all to break it down, just being a woman in general coming from Tyler, Texas, you know? But what is a woman like being a woman here in the Johnson clan, Johnson family? That's a privilege to come from the Johnson. Because the Johnson was a strong, strong family. They stood stood by you no matter what. They come together. That's one thing I loved about the Johnsons. A long time ago, you used to could hear people be like, and you, I thought they were being funny. Are you kind of them Johnsons? You look just like them Johnsons. I'm like, woman, get on with that. But when you start hearing it all the time, black or white, do you know any Johnsons? I look, mm-mm. <laughs> But you look like the Johnsons, because we all do. It's crazy. And I was just, I mean, I had, we had good grandparents, strong grandparents, hardworking grandparents. And and I, I missed that part for, like we said about the kids earlier, where I couldn't speak. Um, they don't know that. You know how we used to get on the back of Pop-Pop truck, and he'd take us riding around and bump it all across mm-hmm. the, uh, the farm yard and stuff? That used to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, I miss it still. <laughs> the kids today would just love something like that. If they can't do that no more. You can't even ride on the back of a truck anymore. I think it's that's a change of culture. I, I absolutely yeah. agree with you. That's been a change of culture. Even yeah. wearing the seatbelts in the back. Uh, it's so much things have adjusted now 
they were riding back in the truck when I had them in Houston because I, I did give them the experience. <laughs> and t- hold on, and, and once again, we're going off topic. But <laughs> let me tell you about chocolate. <laughs> let me tell you about our family members. I, I can't scream. I'm like, baby, taking the test right now, so I can't get too loud. But I want to get loud. I have been drinking. When that woman hit my damn truck, and every single oh. one of their ass was in the damn truck, and I'm like, y'all did. I'm trying to stop cursing too. Believe <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> like none of y'all, all y'all got, all y'all, all y'all got smartphones. None of y'all took a picture of the license plate. When I tell you, when I tell you, I was going at least about 90, 95, going on a road that's supposed to go fifty, trying to chase this woman down. Oh my god. Then I had to I had to come back get this crawfish. That I, I'm I remember because I got all oh, these kids in the back of the truck. I got like six of them, and I'm like, think, think, think. You know, sometimes oh, but I was mad. Oh, I was mad. I wasn't mad at them, but I was judging them. Like none of y'all, <laughs> none of y'all, <laughs> not what, not one. They're not thinking that quick on their feet. Not one. Yeah, and now I'm talking about this lady just rained all in my shit. I'm like, oh yeah, they yell it, they yell it, Uncle Brandon, Uncle Brandon. I'm like, what y'all talking about? Somebody hit your car. I'm drunk. I'm like, what? <laughs> but you know what? Oh. We had no fear back then. We weren't scared of nothing. We had no fear. Our kids today scared of stuff like that. They know not to go jumping out the car, strange danger and all that. Us, we would have jumped out, tried to stop the car. No, there's Uncle Brandon truck. You didn't hit Uncle Brandon truck. Now nah, you gonna stay right here, you know? <laughs> we we be doing all that extra stuff, but we had no fear of of nothing like that. And this Uncle Brandon truck. Now you didn't hit Uncle Brandon truck. You got a whole set set of problems. The rest of us back here in the back, it's six of us. Yeah, saying we ride the illegal what? But oh, we would jump in front of the truck. When the police came came, and I was like, cool. I was making a report the whole time. I'm like, I hope he can't count. That's all I was thinking. I was like. <laughs> I'm like, I just hope he can't care. I was trying to make it short with him. Cool, guy. Whatever works out, you're good. I ain't even stressed about it. It happens, you know. It happens, you know. I'm just because the whole time in the back of my head, man. If he take the time and he really do an investigation, he can see I got like four, five kids, one in the front seat and the rest in the back. I'm like, I'm like, come on, let me go. On. Let me get this crawfish and get on out of here. But, but it happens. Yeah, I like. The what thing too, though, it? back then, if we would have got out and had a fight, it would have been de- definitely just a fist fight. Now, if you even say something wrong, somebody allowed to pull out a pistol, go shooting at you. That's a uh, whole different culture. Once again, big change, big change. Yes, yeah. yes. And if one of us fought, all of us fought. We didn't. Oh, yeah. hit. oh. one of us fought, all of us fought. That's gonna go through to today. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I almost got my baby ejected from the game yesterday. Cause I was, I was, uh, you pay ten dollars to get into this gym, and you have to bring your own seat. I have a problem with that. So I'm like, okay. So I go down the street, buy me one of them low folding chairs. When one game ends, you go sit your folding chair down mm-hmm. and sit down and watch the game. When I walked up, this black lady in her home there beside us, she looked at me. She said, "Oh no, baby, go on. Ain't no room for you here." What the hell did she just say to me? Going on, honey. Ain't no, ain't no real view. And then she bumped me. Oh my God. My this shit here went up. And that's it. Oh, what is 
What is it? I said, this brown told me with no room. Me sit down here. Some, oh, no, no, yeah, put your chair down. It's fine. So you sit right there. You know what? I don't even want to sit by this tramp no more. I'm going to get my baby tested. But the thing is, y'all didn't fight, though. Yeah, because once again, y'all, y'all talk. Y'all, you know, I think once again, I'm still learning. I'm human nature, too. We're not all gonna get along. I mean, that would be ridiculous to and, think that, but and it's, nothing it's how we come get, back from it. Yeah, and it's nothing to even get upset about. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm just chilling. My main thing was like the kids getting together and they seeing each other for the first time, uh, first time and enjoying one another. But I think we became a lot more peaceful over the years, you know, a lot more. We'll talk about. We'll try to have find find an understanding because I believe the more progress we make, the more things we have to lose. So we have to work smarter, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I look at, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know. But you know, we'll bust your head if we need to. But the thing about it is peaceful. Let, let's try to because that's what everything we try to find out. Let's have a discussion about it before anything else. But I still reserve the right to whip your ass if it comes to that. But um, it's love. But come on, we went all the way around. We could come back. So being women in this family, what is it like being a woman in the Johnson? Well, y'all, y'all the Simmons, so y- y'all was the first, like... It can be a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it because we can be so strong that we can almost move a man around. I mean, because he has to come correct and he has to come real strong. Because we'll overpower somebody who's weak. I mean... That's just all honesty. Because we used to doing our own shit, you know. We carrying our own bags. We paying our own bills. Um, we put that whole spin on independent woman. Because mm-hmm. that's just how we were raised. I mean, we coming strong. And you you coming to the table with something, you better come good. Because um, otherwise, you're going to get overshadowed and, and possibly put in the back on the back burner. Then you're going to be looking crazy. Mm. We ain't trying to wear the pants. And, and you know, we're not trying to do that. But it take a lot to shut us up and shut us down if it, if stuff ain't right. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's balance. Give you thought to you, Angela. Oh, I know she got some shit. So, stuff what to say. Like, stuff to but say. real talk, you know, being uh, Johnson, you know, coming from the Johnson line, I can say that. Come from the Johnson line, we still family oriented people. Just like Tanya led off with, where they are. They have your back. They are a connected group of people. They love, 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 love hard. They may fight each other and get into one another because that's how they are. But don't come thinking that you're going to jump in the middle of that being an outsider because they all going to forget about they into one another and turn on you. So that's what that's how connected and how tight knit the Johnson family is. And like Trey said, too. To this day, they're like that. Back then, back in the day, they were like that. And oh my gosh, it was so, they were so close knit and it's still like that to this day, but they also was cookers too. They can burn a kitchen down with their food. That food would be so good and savory. And I'm a foodie, so I love food. So I would, that's how I, I'm a, big person that want to just cook for people for the soul, for the spirit, for the for the love and the the soul food of it, uh like the old movie Soul Food, where everybody would come together on a Sunday and everybody eat. That's how the Johnson family was. It it is. Not just yeah. was, it is. 
uh, with the passing of our cousin Mark Carroll, Mark, Mark Carroll, or Mark <laughs> Carroll, or whatever we want to uh, call him right now. Passing of him, I've seen a lot of our Johnson family come as well, and they wanted to. Someone wanted to speak to get an opportunity because there were so many people that wanted to speak on his behalf. You know, on how much they respected him, how much they loved him, what fun things they had to say about him, what caring things they talked about, regardless of his his lifestyle and his situation or whatever, he still loved family. He, yes, he, he did. your phone number, he texts you on your birthday. He would uh, get everybody something, all the sisters ain't Gwen, ain't Winnie, ain't Didi, all them, um, a, a calendar for Christmas. They talked about that. Our family is such a diverse family. So many of us and so many different walks of life in it. But the the caveat to it all is we are diverse, but we also are one and the same when it comes to love, respect, and cherishing one another. If one of us are going through something in that family, somebody's going to try to come through to help, whether it be one, two, or three. But just know somebody gonna try to come through and help you out now on grandma's side of the family we just can't talk about johnson we got the coleman too they're awesome people they're awesome people we have good connection with some of our coleman family that in we oklahoma, have right? relationships with now yeah and leon coleman that's the best cousin ever so that's that's some things i've 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 heard but not until I start talking to some of our elders, because like telling you know, like when I try to teach the younger the kids, I'm still learning myself. You know, I'm still finding out more and more about family. You right. know, I'm, I'm still finding out about grandfather, um, grandpa's daddy. You know, I just, you know, Uncle Rod knows that he had one on one contact with him. You know, I don't know if any of y'all had it, but like, yeah, like, I did growing up. Did he play? Did he play instrument? To me. Uh, oh, no, not a whole lot. I just remember going around the corner uh, from Grandma to him and taking him food and stuff like that. Because he lived around. I think he had sugar or something. Lost his leg. Um, um, for the people who don't know, sugar is diabetes. Hey, we have to break it down for the folks. You know, we cool. That's the countryside. She has sugar. Hey, you know, we speak a different language. Papa Tim's, my mama used to tell me, don't take my shoes off. And as soon as I get to Papa Tim's house, I take my socks and shoes off. And he would sit on the porch and cover me up with sand. I'd have dust all over my damn kneecap. And mama would go slap off. He liked to put salt. Oh, he liked to put salt. He liked to put sand on my feet, so I let him put it on there. Mm. And Mama would slap off every time I go around. Don't you take your damn shoes out? Okay. Yeah, mm. but he liked company because like uh, a lot of people, I guess, didn't really visit with him a whole lot. So he mm. loved when the kids would come around there and talk to him and sit down with him. He tell you stories and stuff like that. Um, and then of course, uh, Grandpa's mom, Ma. I loved her. I remember her vaguely. Mom, I remember her, but she baby, was. she only like she. I heard she like Shanae because she was light skinned with her. Yeah, grandma, baby. yeah, grandma Mitten. <clears throat> she was a um, I've heard it Indian. from several sources too. Yeah, she was an Indian, so um, she she thought I looked more closer to the tribe. 
So, of course, I got away with lots of things when I went around there. And she always had stuff for me. And Blackfoot, Blackfoot, correct? Yes, yes. Blackfoot. Yeah. I've done some research on the Blackfoot tribe. I think it's a descendant of the Cherokee tribe or one of the mm-hmm. descendant tribes of that. Um, and I, I remember I talked to Aaron a lot about it, you know, because I don't know if I even talked to y'all about it. You know, if we contact that tribe um, and we start... Um, you can go to school. Just be free. affiliated. Yeah, there's for lots free. of free You know, yeah. but you have What's to be involved. I could, if, if, like, once again, if y'all seriously <laughs> intrigued in doing so, <clears throat> I think the, the generation below, after, like, for instance, your grandchildren, they'll be able to do it, but they have to be involved. They have to be involved. I'm one of these big people. If you're going to receive something, like, we should be giving back if we want to know, you know? But right. if you give back, you'll get in return. You put as much in, you'll get back. Mm-hmm. So, um i'm heavy on that you know but i know we had like when people say i tell you well you are all oh, black we got some indian in them i'm like we do i'm like, <laughs> I'm like you for real i was gonna say that too people like oh you got good hair you got this yeah i got indian in my family oh yeah everybody said no we do for real no we are for real yeah. we really do real yeah. close real close to home at that not we're not talking about all the way down the bottom of the tree yeah, yeah. we're talking about just on the limb over there yeah and i think what that's our great, yeah. That's our great grandmother, you know. Mm-hmm. Great grandmother. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we're we're all first cousins, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I when I try to get, bring the kids and family, hope to listen, I break it down how we're all actually related, you know, how it looks, how the family tree breaks down, and how it continues to grow because we're getting further and further. We're, we're growing, you know. So it's what it looks like when we start extending out, and that's why I try to grab certain family members and like, hey. You do have family here, you know. Right. Don't forget yeah. about this. Well, we didn't even lose um relatives that were really close to us until we were grown. So we didn't even oh, know what they were looked. grown. So that's a that's a good thing that I can say for our our generation here is we didn't lose people until we were grown that yeah. we we're really close to us. So when we have to experience death, that was a whole different thing for us because we didn't. Always, you know, know what that looked like, how that can be looked like. We, and grown just, for us was like 22, 23, yeah. 24. That's how grown. Yeah, yeah. But y'all have yeah. to understand. And I'm glad. I didn't even think about that, you know, but you bring that up. It's the opposite for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. We that, were was, that was my life, you know. Like, I yeah. talk about my life was death. Like, my death. Like, when I tell you, like, every other weekend, like, funerals, like, one of my favorite songs in life is Going Up Yonder, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I'm looking up, that's the song that was being played. I'm going to so many funerals, you know. It was like back to back to back to back to back. And and that's why, you know, no, no, uh, you know, my wife will understand. After, I'm seeing that happen in her family now. Oh, hold on. <laughs> and, she be, and I'm seeing that happen in her family now that, man, they're having their first deaths in the family. Mm. comes and wait and i'm like the way i look at death is different i remember tanya and i had a conversation about this i look at death like oh let's get ready we all go go one day it's it, it, it's so ingrained in my nature like i can it's sad because they were well, talking about dmx earlier in the chat um dating episode but he said something that if he died today 
Just know he lived a good life. I think about that so much. If you go today, what would you say? How would you feel? Mm-hmm. What were the relationships you would have with people? Don't wait to get things right with people. Mm-hmm. You know? Do it that's, now. That's true. That's true. That's that's real. That's you know? real talk. Because I say that too, Brandon. Only thing that I always come back to say is I don't want anybody to stand up and say, I wish. I wish I could have. I wish exactly. I would. Exactly. Not with me. Exactly. Yeah, I was I don't want nobody to wish nothing with me. If you, I, I want to make sure that we we've had a chance and opportunities to talk, and we, you know, have a relationship that if something happened to me, you don't have no regrets from that. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Because, man, when I tell you, um, once again, having those deaths, like y'all, y'all, y'all generation had a death elder in age, and you're able to experience, mm-hmm. you know, certain see certain things and. My thing is, I, I not only got experience that, but like when the death started happening, the I remember uh, Jolly and you know the the older older ones. Then mm-hmm. you know it, then it went with grandmother, grandma, grandpa, my mother, um, best friends. Like it was like Uncle Winnie, Uncle Burl. It like it was Uncle Burl and Uncle Winnie. It, it just kept it just kept happening, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, this is not, that was, things didn't slow down until I was, what, 21, you know? So, like, that span, it was just full of death. And it's unique because when I'm talking about death in our family, you know, now we're to the point where I still check on aunties. You know, I still call. I still follow up with them. You know, I just, you know, Tanya and I had a conversation. Was it yesterday or something like that? I'm like, let me call. (laughs) You know, you feel me, you know, because I'm going to check, you know, because, but they know I check frequently. You know, I I use this for a point that, and and now I'm to the point like, man, I need to check on my younger cousins too, you know, because the way this world is, it's like something can happen to any of us, you know. We got COVID going around. You know, we have violence left and right. Um, you know, I, I you know, he he may listen to us, he may not. But, man, when I tell you, I pray for, you know, all the younger and I pray for Buddy because I'm like, Buddy is such a he, – he remind me of my best friend when I was growing up when they got killed. And just a good, innocent soul and just know how quickly that can go. But that's my trauma working with me, you know. So – that's something that is something we have to I, I I look at it but something I take in with family. Even my curl, like, you know, Anki you know I wanted to come down for the funeral, but I'm like, man, I got work. I, if I go to work, I'm gonna have to take off, I'm gonna have to do this. And but cause funerals is part of my family. It's crazy that it is. That's part of my culture with the job with my family is funerals going. As much as we say we wanna we I, I wish we I wish it was the opposite where we meet and we have family reunions more often, things of that nature. But unfortunately we have funerals. That's when we come together. And hopefully we continue to adjust and change that over the time. And I don't know how many other families feel like that's part of that culture as well. Cause I, I and I know it's part of other families. Because they're like, let's have a reunion other than coming together doing when someone dies. Mm-hmm. I've heard that say, I've heard that be said in our family numerous times. So, thank y'all so much for listening to episode nine, season three, The Simmons Sisters, part one. To check out part two, make sure you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, or anywhere else you listen to a podcast. See y'all soon. <laughs>